Hey, Reach Paramount, welcome to our podcast. Hey, this message is from our midweek service with missionary and pastor Billy Hall in a message entitled Living in the Hand of God. Enjoy this message. Hallelujah. Praise God. Wonderful to be with you guys tonight. Man. What a wonderful place to be on Wednesday night in God's house. And God is in the house this evening. Amen. Praise God. I always look forward to being with you folks and appreciate that worship service and um, appreciate the Lord being with us tonight. And um, I was thinking this week about the times that we're living in today and you know, we see so much confusion and fear and anxiety and stuff going on around us and uh, people uncertain, but yet there's another people around us too every day, and that's the people of God, and they are not nervous. They are not uh, in chaos, and, and they are not afraid. They are bold and and it's a time for us as the people of God to be the church to be the people of God that the world is looking for everyone's looking for an answer we have the answer you know and and they see that in our lives and I I, I wanted to uh, just 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 uh, reaffirm some things with us tonight uh, you know we, we see the these things that are going on around us are a sign of the last days that we're living in. And the Bible tells us that as it was in the days of the of Noah, so it will be in the day of the coming of the Son of Man. And so we see a lot of that violence and, and uh, uh, wickedness that was in Noah's day taking place now. You know, things that used to shock us uh, before they, they're becoming common and ordinary when we hear about the news of the violence that's, that's taking place in, in our country. And uh, with all this division and, and uh, the COVID and diseases and mandates and face masks and all of this stuff that's happening, people are confused. And yet at the same time, God tells us that this is what the last days is going to be like there's going to be curtain there's going to be chaos around and there's going to be fear around but there's also you know these two groups of people you know unbelievers are terrified uh, about the unknown but the believers are excited about the unknown because we know he's coming he's coming Jesus is coming back for us. Hallelujah. The warriors will be extracted from this world. Hallelujah. In a moment, in the blink of an eye, we're going to be meeting with our commander and king in the clouds. Hallelujah. And it might even be tonight. You might not even get home tonight. We might just finish this sermon in the clouds tonight. It could happen can happen because there's no date on that the rapture it's going to happen in a moment and we need to stay ready we need to stay ready you know if you stay ready you don't have to get ready 
When Jesus comes, it's too late to get ready. Come on, we got to be ready. And and in this time, don't be distracted by the stuff that's going on around you. There's something a whole lot bigger going on in the world today. It's the anticipation of our King coming for us. And we need to be busy. We need to be busy about our Father's business. You know, since we know what's coming down the pipe, we know the rapture's coming. We also know that the great tribulation is going to be following that. And we need to rescue these folks now so that they don't miss the rapture and wind up going through the tribulation time. So there's a sense of urgency about our Father's business that we need to we need to take that into our heart and, and understand that all of the conversation we have and the things that we do and the words that we speak must include the gospel of Jesus Christ. It must include that word of warning because that's what Noah did. And that's what you and I are expected to do as well. So how do we live this way? How do we live this way in this time of uncertainty? We live in the hand of God. We live in the hand of God. And I want to talk about that this evening. It's this word of confidence that God gives to us that we live in his hand. Oh, he's got a big hand, folks. He's got a big hand. It's big enough for you. It's big enough for this whole world. He's got the whole world in his hands. Amen. Well, he's got you and me, brother, in his hand. He got you and me, sister, in his hands. Amen. He's got you individually in his hands. You go to sleep in his hand. You wake up in his hand. You drive in your car in his hand. You fly in an airplane and never leave his hand. You can't run out of his hand. You can't be snatched out of his hand. The warrior of God lives in the hand of God at all times. No matter what you're going through, it's all taking place in the hand of God. Oh, let that sink down in your heart. Whatever's going on in your life right now is taking place in the hand of God safest place to be is in the hand of God that's why we put our family in his hand that's why we put our children in his hand that's why we put our life in his hand because it's the safest place to be praise God I'm going to use as our text this evening the gospel of John chapter 10 verse 27 to 30 and I you know what, no matter how many times we read the Word of God, it's all brand new. It's all brand new stuff. You ever wonder why those, these scriptures just leap out at you sometimes and you, you say, my gosh, I've read that so many times and now there's something new there. Nobody changed the words. This is the living Word of God. 
It is alive and it has power. When we release the word of God in our faith, it has creative power. It does things that we cannot do. That's why the scripture is, is so powerful for us this evening. We're going to look at John chapter 10, verse 27 to 30. And Jesus is saying these words. These are red words here, folks. These are in red. Meaning, really pay attention to these. These are Jesus' words himself. Verse 27, my sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me and I give them eternal life and they shall never perish neither shall anyone snatch them out of my hand my father who has given them to me is greater than all and no one is able to snatch them out of my father's hand Hallelujah. I and my Father are one. Praise God. This confidence we have living in the hand of God begins with a surrendered life. We all surrendered, huh? When we met Christ at the altar, we surrendered our life to him. We gave up on our way and we decided to do things God's way. That surrender took place along that Roman road. Huh. I love the Roman road. You know that, that Roman road starts at Romans chapter 3 verse 23. All have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Oh, that first, that first bus stop that's a tough one. Admit you're a sinner. But we all have sinned. All of us have. And we still battle sin. Amen? Almost 47 years for me, I'm still fighting sin. I'll probably be fighting sin for another 47 years too. You know, as long as I'm on earth, I'm going to have a battle on the battlefield of faith and I'm going to do combat with sin. And my rules, our rules of engagement are clear. When we encounter sin, our rules of engagement are kill on contact. And you kill that sin with confession and repentance. Right then, immediately. You don't negotiate with sin. You don't make excuses for sin. You own sin and you take it down right now with confession and repentance. That is your rules of engagement for sin. Because you're a warrior of God. Amen? Oorah. You're going to add that oorah to it, man. Put some authority there. We start down this Romans road with Romans 3.23. You know, all of sin comes short for glory of God. But then it comes to the second base. Second base is Romans 6.23, and that's the wages of sin is death. But the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Oh, wow, it's getting better now. You're going to die for the sin, but you can live 
with Jesus Christ. The gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ. Then comes Romans 5, 8, the third stop. Actually, it's like third base, right? We get to third base. And that's Romans 5, 8. And herein is the love of God that even while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. That's the love of God. Now, we come to the fourth stop. This is home plate. And this one is Romans 10, 9, and 10. If you shall confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you shall be saved. For with the mouth confession is made to salvation, and with the heart man believeth unto righteousness. Hallelujah. Now you're sliding in home plate. He's safe, safe at the plate. Amen? And that's the surrendered life. And that's how we got saved, and that's how we lead others to Christ. They take the, the Roman road just like we did. Amen? I know in Ethiopia, I use bus stops because they don't know about baseball in Ethiopia, so I use bus stops. They know bus stops. And I just say, we go to the first bus stop, then we go to the second bus stop, but you can't skip. No, you can't skip second bus stop. You got to go to each bus stop. And then you come to the last bus stop, number four. And so as we take them that way, they come to know Christ. And they understand the safety of living in the hand of God. You live in the hand of God when you have a surrendered life in his hand. Rebels don't live in the hand of God. Unbelievers don't live in the hand of God. They live in the hand of the devil and the world system. And that's why they're terrified of these last days. They're terrified of all the things that are going on in the world that they don't understand. It seems like, my gosh, we thought that these masks would be over in a year, and now we've got a second year. And, now, and, and there's no end in sight. Things are changing. Life is changing. The, the system of, of, of the world is changing. But this is the same. Yesterday, today, and forever. It never changes. Our God never changes. He's the same today as he was yesterday and as he will be tomorrow. So we get down the Roman road with our surrendered life. And now we become complete in Christ. Wow. Boy, what did that feel like? Think about that. When you got saved, for the first time in your life, you felt complete. That's the first thing that I felt, man. When I gave my heart to Christ, that morning I woke up on the, the, next, the next morning I woke up and I was free. Oh yeah, I was still in Folsom prison. I still had nine life sentences, but I, I was free and I was complete and it didn't matter anymore. If I had 20 life sentences, come on, because I was in Jesus. I was in the cell with Almighty God. Him and me, we were doing life in that cell. And, and, I, and I understood for the first time, you'll never know 
that Jesus is all you need until Jesus is all you have. He's all I have. He's all I had then. He's all I have now. Because I live in his hand 24-7 all the time. And you do too. Sometimes we don't feel like it though, do we? Sometimes you feel like we're all alone, man. And, and you know, there's, there, there's bullets flying everywhere, man. And we're, we're just trying to duck and, 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 and get it, stay out of the way, you know. But no, no, no. We don't need to be like that. We are in the hand of God. That's the safest place to be. Colossians chapter 2, verse 9 and 10 talks to us about our completeness in Christ. You know, the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in our Lord, and we are complete in him. Oh, I love that. I don't know, this is is old school stuff, but we used to sing that old song. I don't know, if you know that song, you might just want to sing along with me. I got to sing a song tonight. All the fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in my Lord. The fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in my Lord. The fullness of the Godhead bodily dwelleth in my Lord. And I am complete in Him. Complete, complete, complete in Him. I am complete in Him. Complete, complete, complete in him. I am complete in him. Hoorah! Hallelujah. Sing that song. Complete in God. Because your life is surrendered to him, you're complete in him now. He completed all the things in your life that you always wanted and then more. You live a completed life. The one God purposed in his heart when he created you. That's that complete life. A sheep. A sheep is surrendered to his shepherd. And as a sheep in our good shepherd's hand, we are surrendered the same way a sheep is to their shepherd. What a wonderful shepherd we have, amen? The good shepherd who knows our name. Oh, yeah. Billions of people ever created, yet God knows your name and he knows my name. I know them and they know me. Oh, yes. The more we walk with him, the more we meet with him every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Oh, we feed our flesh. We feed our spirit too. Reading the word of God for breakfast, for lunch, for dinner. Having dinner dates with Jesus. Breakfast dates with Jesus. Lunch dates with Jesus. I I put them on my calendar. Lunch with Jesus here. Oh, my lunch is a little late. I'm going to get it down at at 2 o'clock instead of noon. But I don't miss my lunch with the Lord. And I don't miss my breakfast or dinner with him either. Dinner's the best time because dinner date, Moulier and I, we we have that together with the Lord. 
the more you walk with him, the more you meet with him, the more you speak his words and apply his words to your life, the more you know him. Hallelujah. And he knows us. So the surrendered life is where it begins. That's what brings us in to the hand of God. And secondly, I want to look at the Father's hand. The Father's hand is, holds the warrior at all times. Picture yourself on the battlefield of faith in the hand of God. And you got all of these devils and demons and principalities and powers around you. But then there's this vacuum right in the center. The hand of God. And that's where we walk. Our back is a little straight, huh? Like this. And we walk in confidence. Why? Because we walk with our God, our commander in chief. Almighty God of battles. You know, that's his name. You see Lord of hosts in the Bible. That translates to God of battles. Our commander is the God of battles. Yeah, we're right behind him. Come on. He's right up there in front. And we're just walking right here. Yeah, he's the conqueror. We're the more than a conqueror. Huh? <laughs> we're conquering in his conquering. He's leading us and causing us always to triumph in his victory. His victory over and over again in our life. And we do it all in the hand of God. His hand is the hand of a shepherd. Oh, let's read that. Psalms 23, those six verses about our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Oh, let's get that. Don't want to miss a word of this. It's so precious. Psalm 23, verse 1 through 6. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life. And I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. That's our shepherd. God's hand is the hand of a shepherd. David's psalm, he knew that. He knew that God was his shepherd. And it's the hand of our commander and king. 2 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. Thanks be unto God 
who causes us always to triumph in Christ. He makes you triumph. When your hand is so weak it can't hold a sword, he'll hold that sword for you. He'll triumph for you. He will cause you to triumph over all your spiritual enemies, over every weapon that is formed against you. It will not prosper. Every tongue that rises against you, you will condemn it because you're in my hand. This is life in the hand of God. This is where Noah lived in his time. All the wickedness that was in the world at that time, Noah was in the hand of God. And his family, his, his wife, his three sons and their wives and, and uh, several hundred animals. They're all in his hand, all in God's hand. That ark, huge ark is bigger than a football field. That was in the hand of God too. But millions of other people were not. No matter how much they beat on that ark, Noah couldn't open the door. Noah couldn't open the door. Why? Because God shut the door. And when God shuts a door, it's shut. And nobody can open that door. God had to open that door for Noah when it was time. I imagine if I was Noah, I'd probably be crying for those people that were begging me to open the door and let them in. Huh? Can you imagine hearing the screams and the cries and the begging of people? Please, please, my baby, my wife. Couldn't open the door because the door was shut. Folks, we got to get folks in the ark before that door gets shut. Amen? Too many people out there. Too many people out there that don't know the hand of God. And we have the cure. We've got the cure. And we can't keep it to ourselves. We've got to share that with folks. I, I, I'm, no, I'm going to come back to my next point. But I, I, I just want to share this with you guys. It's so easy for us to drop little seeds in our conversation during the day. With people, with our coworker, with our classmate, with our neighbor, people that we meet as we're walking, doing our daily walk on the street, just, it's a great day. Look at, this is the day the Lord has made. Look how beautiful he made the day. Oh, yeah, I never thought of that. Oh, you, you know the Lord? Yeah, I know the Lord. I know him real well. I'm getting to know him even better today than I did yesterday. Really? Tell me more. Give me a reason for the hope that lies within you. They don't say it in those words, but they want to know. What are you on? Because I want some. Ha. Huh. 
Have a seat, friend. Let's have a seat. Let's have a, let's have a talk. And we begin to tell them our story. We tell them Jesus' story in our life. How we met. How, what I used to be. And what he's doing in my life today. Three things. Just tell them what you used to be. How you met God. And then tell them what he's doing in your life today. Tell his story. You know, all you need is an ear. All you need is three minutes from somebody. A guy sitting on a bus bench as you walk by. Take a seat. He's not going anywhere. He ain't waiting for a bus, man. You have a captive audience right there. And you just greet, greet him. Howdy. My name is Billy. I'm, I'm, I'm from Reach Paramount, man. I, I just saw you sitting here, and I thought I'd, I'd just talk to you some and, and share with you what neat things God's doing in my life. Okay, okay. And you begin sharing with him. Three, four minutes. And he says, well, okay, yeah, I'm waiting for the bus, and uh, I'm, I'm not interested in w- what you're saying and everything. I said, okay, fine. But... God bless you anyway, and, and you just have yourself a great day. I'll be praying for you now. Bye-bye now. And we walk off. It's that simple to take that time, put it on your calendar. One person to tell about Jesus. Every day, that's your goal. From the time you wake up to the time you hit the rack that night. I know. I remember one time. I was, I was getting ready to go to bed. And this is, this is quite a few years ago. I was still single then. <laughs> and I was getting ready to go to bed. And the Holy Ghost reminded me. Dude. Now, he calls me dude sometimes. And he says, you haven't told anybody about me tonight. You, you need to get at that. That was a promise. I got up and I walked down a couple blocks from where I was living to the 7-Eleven store. <laughs> it was like 11.30 at night. And I know the cashier is not going anywhere. He's, he, he's got to be there, man. <laughs> he's stuck. And, and I am, I'm a customer. He's got to listen to me. I'm a customer, a paying customer. I bought a cup of coffee. Okay. And I'm drinking that coffee, and I'm telling him about the Lord and me. And I told him, I said, now you just have a great evening, and, and uh, I'll, see, I'll, I'll see you around, you know. I don't go me to go there. I wasn't going there normally, but uh, I, I went and left, and, and, and I had that peace in my heart. You know, wow, I, I did. I, I, I sowed that seed. The confidence when you sow holy seed you get a holy crop. You sow holy seed in your children, you'll get a holy crop. You sow holy seed in your co-workers, in your classmates, in your neighbors, in the people's lives that you touch every day, and you will get a holy crop. Yeah, somebody else may reap it, but who cares? It's all in the family. 
It's all in the family anyway. We got the same family. Amen. The goal is to get that soul to heaven. And anything that you can do in this world needs to be measured against the most important thing in this world. And that's the thing that will live forever in this world. Everything in this world will die and perish except one thing. Soul of a human being. It's the one thing that is eternal. It's the most precious thing in this world. And we got to keep this here in our head and in our heart, in our conversation, in whatever we are doing every day. And when you make that commitment, it's wonderful how Holy Spirit will help you fulfill that. You'll be talking with people about sports or, or about any, anything, and all of a sudden you'll find yourself, oh, that reminds me of, you know, what the Bible said about this. And we start sharing that scripture verse because we've been reading the Bible every day for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We're full of scripture, man. We're full of the word of God. It's just oozing out of our pores, man. And it finds its way. The word of God finds its way into your conversation when you're reading it every day. You're filling yourself with it. And you just become a Bible junkie. A Jesus junkie, man. You're, you're so loaded on the Holy Spirit that it's just flowing out of you continually, man. And, and, and so this is what God is sharing with us this, this, this evening, that we need to understand that we're in the hand of God for a purpose, not to chill. We're not in his hand to chill. We're in his hand to work and labor and to live fearlessly. When you live fearlessly, people notice. They're terrified and you're not. And they want to know why. Because of my daddy, that's why. Because my daddy's the boss of all bosses, king of all kings. My daddy's the one that's putting breath in your lungs, making your heart beat. That's my daddy. Now we got their attention, huh? And they're ready to hear Jesus' story in your life. Oh, let me finish this up here. Our Father's hand is is a shepherd's hand. It's the hand of our commander and king. And it's our Father's hand. Oh, man, this... See, I saved the best for last. You know, Papa's hand. Oh, my, my little girl, Zada, my little granddaughter, Zada, she's the youngest one. I guess that's why she's so precious. You know, the youngest one, it seems like you're, that's the one you fall all over, you know. <laughs> when I come into that, when, when I've been out and I come into the house and Zada's there, she, whatever she's doing, she leaps off the couch and comes running to me, ba 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 ba, screaming, and my heart just melts, man. And, and then my pockets are open, like, okay, what do you, want? what do you want? Here, it's all. Go ahead, go for it, man. It's everything is yours, right? This is what Papa does. 
This is what our Father does. He doesn't just make us a son and a daughter. He doesn't just forgive our sin and wash all that sin and wash all the evidence away and make it like we never committed that sin. As far as the east is from the west, so far have I removed your transgressions from you. Mm. I've cleansed you of all unrighteousness. He does all that for us, and he says, I make you a joint heir with Jesus Christ, my son. You're going to have everything that Jesus has. You're going to share everything in heaven with Jesus, Holy Spirit, in me. It's all yours. It's all going to be. We don't even have an idea of how much that is, what that is. And then he says, and I'll make you a partaker of my divine nature. You're going to have a ring on your hand. Not on your hand. It'll be around your chest. Like Jesus has a ring around, a gold ring around his chest, man. God's going to, has already given us that ministry. That joint heir with Jesus Christ and that restoration as a son and a daughter of God. And a part of his divine nature, being a partaker of his divine nature. This is what our Father has done. And he's reminded us this evening that no one can take us out of God's hand. And let me leave this with you. How then shall we live in these desperate times that we're living in now? How should we live? We will live in the hand of God. That's how we will live. And we'll walk this way as sons and daughters of God in the hand of God. Hallelujah. Whatever you're going through, whatever challenge you face, the unknown of tomorrow and next week, remember, you're in the hand of God. You can go through anything. You can have... You can have armies, ten thousands of people coming against you, everybody coming against you, even your family, your friends, everyone can turn against you. And look at Noah, stood alone among all the people of the earth, and he was in God's hand. And you and I are here today because of that. He made a stand. And who knows whether you have come to the kingdom of God for such a time as this. Lots of people have died before COVID. Hmm? But we're survivors. You know, people think when you get COVID, you're going to die. That's so stupid. <laughs> not, not even a hundredth of one percent die from COVID, man. People used to think that it was a death sentence to get some virus, man. But yet you're in the hand of God. Your body is purchased by God. It's not even your body. It's God's body. 
It belongs to him. It doesn't belong to you. You manage it. You don't own it. God owns it. And not only does he own it, but he lives in it. Almighty God lives in your body. Jehovah Rapha, the Lord who heals you of all of your diseases, lives in your body right now and forever. All the way to the grave, God's going to be chilling in your body with his healing virtue pumping all through your bloodstream, pumping 4,100 times an hour your heartbeat. Pumping 12 tons of blood through your body every day. Breathing 2,400 gallons of air in your lungs. Of his air, his breath, his grace. Every time you take a breath, you inhale the breath of God. Every time you breathe, you're breathing the breath of God. So your lungs are always full. You are a healing machine. Wherever you go. Yes, you're the dirt bag. Vessel, you know, we're earthen vessels. That means we're dirt bags, okay? But because we have that earth, that treasure in our earthen vessel, we're a holy dirt bag. And, and we carry that treasure everywhere. Be confident, folks. Don't be afraid. Being afraid is an embarrassment to God. Being scared is an embarrassment to God. It's telling the world that your God is too small. That's a lie. No, we live in the hand of God and we're going to walk like it. We're going to walk like it. We're going to talk like that. And when people ask us, why are we so bold and cocky? Because of Jesus Christ of Nazareth lives in this body, in this temple. And there's no room for sickness and disease in here. That sickness and disease is dead on contact. When it touches the holiness of God, it's dead in front of me. Ah, that didn't, I guess it did have something to do with my sermon. I just want to encourage you folks to remember this. Your life is in the hand of God, and God expects us to walk like it. He deserves our faithfulness, and, no, and the world needs to see that in the church of Jesus Christ today. In Jesus' name. Father God, thank you. Thank you for your presence here this evening. Thank you for being with us, hearing our worship and praise, and, and thank you for speaking to our hearts, each one of us. Lord, we confess there's times when we haven't felt like we were in your hand. Yes, there's times we felt like we had been abandoned and, and we were all alone in this fight for righteousness, and, and we were tired and weary, and, and we've been listening to the devil's devil talk instead of talking the 
God's talk. We've been listening to lies instead of preaching the truth to those lies. And we're not going to do that anymore. Holy Spirit, help us. Help us to walk like sons and daughters of God, warriors of God that are living in the hand of God, that are walking with their commander and king, the God of battles, undefeatable, undefeatable, invincible. That's who we are. No weapon that's formed against us will prosper. And every tongue that rises against us will condemn that tongue with the truth of God's word. Thank you for sharing your word with us this evening, Lord. Seal it in our hearts, deep in our heart. Cause it to percolate up in our spirit and create trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that, that you would be glorified in our life. I, I pray especially for folks tonight that are here that don't know you as their Lord and Savior. I know you've been working on their heart. You've been speaking to them. And if you're here tonight and you don't know Christ, you can know him. You can know him personally. He's right here. And he wants to meet you at this altar. He came from heaven and took on the form of a man, was like us in every way, yet he was without sin, perfect. And he went to the cross, died the death, paid your sin debt once and for all. And then he rose from the dead for eternity with eternal life and he offers that gift to you this evening all he asks is that you come and own your sin own your sin don't make excuses for it there's no excuse for it you did it you were unlawful you disobeyed God you love the world more than you love God that's sin confess it repent of it and God will forgive you and restore you to royalty as a son and daughter of God tonight that can be you a new name can be written in glory your name can be written in glory tonight if you're willing to come forward to this altar and pray with us we have people that will pray for you tonight anyone at all wants to know Christ as their Lord and Savior I want you to know there's room at the cross for you yes there's room at the cross for you though millions have come there's still room for one yes there's room at the cross for you anyone at all tonight you want to know Jesus he already knows you and he loves you and Christians my brothers and sisters my friends God has spoken to all of us each of us and we need to respond we need to respond to what God spoke to our heart and, and affirmed in our heart and our life 
And if you want to you come forward and pray, that's, you, can, you can do that right now. You can come and pray at the altar and recommit and recommit your, your life to the Lord and, and make that covenant with him that you're going to speak the truth in love. You're going to share his story in your life with other people. And you're not going to keep your mouth shut anymore. You're going to tell people about him. You're going to warn them just the way Noah did. And anyone at all, you want to come and pray, you can do that. And if you need prayer from, if you want personal prayer, uh, I'd be glad to pray for you also after the service. Just, uh, um, just be free over on the side here. And I'd be glad to pray with you after the service. And, Praise God. God bless y'all. Thank you for having me. Thanks so much for listening to this message from Reach Church Paramount. To stay connected with us, follow us on Instagram or Facebook at Reach Paramount. To give and support this podcast and ministry, visit our website at reachparamount.com slash give.